Let's do the Igris Kodesh, the holy letters of the Rebbe, and we're up to letter Tuf Tuf Chavdalet, that's 824. This is addressed on the 17th day of Kislev in the year Tuf Shin Yudalev from Brooklyn. And um, this is another letter addressed to Michoel, uh, to Michoel Lipskar. Remember we had a letter to him before? He was in, 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 in Morocco, in Casablanca, and... Um, uh, he was starting the activities over there in, in, in Morocco, and we learned about the other uh, people that were joining him. As So now, uh, the Rebbe is writing him the letter, uh, after giving him titles, one who is occupies himself in community events with, with fa- faithfully. Michal Shadar, who is also an agent, basically, of the Rebbe in uh, doing the Rebbe's work. First, the Rebbe greets him and blesses him, and as it's the 17th of Kislev, the Rebbe gives them the blessing of the festival of our redemption and redemption of our soul and also uh, extending uh, greetings to all and asking about all the Chabad and all the community over there uh, through him. Now, what happens is just general, I just want to see that um, the Rebbe was actually very much involved in every of the details. They used to ask the Rebbe no very specific questions, but as Chabad got bigger and larger, it was impossible to answer these long letters and everything. Um, the shortly and briefly and you know occasionally, but um, a lot of times the Rebbe would say that the people should decide on the on the place, you know, what's better. But here, it's interesting. In the beginning, the Rebbe responded basically in detail to a lot of these very specific questions. The Rebbe says, "I just received your letter." From Sunday, Vayishlach with the pidyon nefesh, that note that was with it, and it says, "Blineder, I will read it on the uh, ohel, on the resting place during the festival of Kislev that comes upon him." Now, the Rebbe says like this: that you asked over here uh, with regards in the letter that the people want that the name Keser Torah should be added to the name of the yeshiva. They established the yeshiva, and we learned earlier, the Rebbe said they're called Ola Yosef Yitzchak, uh, they, that was the general name, and then specifically of that specific branch, Ola Yosef Yitzchak, whatever, Tiferes Bakurim, yeshiva for girls, or whatever it is, but it should be Ola Yosef Yitzchak. I guess they had a request that they wanted to add the word Keser Torah, maybe that was their, their, their identity, their identification mark. Yeah, so the Rebbe says, um, so he says like this, the, the, what, what we need to be careful about, what we need to be careful is that since the people of the committee of that, uh, the, I guess the board of directors, uh, that you made for our yeshiva are the same people, the same the board of directors, basically, of the yeshiva before. So, if we're going to now use their name from that they used before to the yeshiva that we have established now, uh, the new yeshiva. So then they might become thinking of themselves as really running this yeshiva the way they used to run it. The Rebbe wants to run it the Chabad way, but they're going to continue running it as they did before, and they'll be doing as if it's their own, because it's their name, it's their yeshiva, they, they were part of the, this thing, and now they're continuing to do the same thing. And especially the Rebbe says that as it appears from the 
your writings, uh, letters that you wrote earlier, uh, that they're trying to get the government's licensing for their school based upon the licensing that they already had previously under the other school, under the name Keser Torah. Uh, so the Rebbe says, you must be very careful that we have to guard that the shape, our yeshiva presentation, should be the Moisdes, uh, they should be in the way they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be Lubavitch schools. You can't have it a non, uh, non... It needs to be very important. So uh, that's impossible unless the decisions will be made by those people who understand, who are devoted, who are tamimim and educated uh, by my father-in-law, by the Rebbe, by the Rebbe my father-in-law. So they need to... So the Rebbe didn't want to give up the control to other peoples who can change the face and the look and the, uh, uh, I guess, the philosophy of the yeshiva, how they're learning, what they study. Further, the Rebbe writes, and again, I'm sure that you wrote to the great genius and the great chassid, and that's what we talked about, uh, Rabbi Matasov. Uh, we had the um, Shabbos, the Kiddush over here, um, that, um, that you wrote to him, as far as his request um, of permission to enter into uh, Morocco, based on what we wrote in the earlier, so it seems like he has not yet, he not yet got there. Um, the Rebbe says, perhaps that during these days, I will get a copy in French from my letter to uh, Mr. Yosef Braduga. I guess the Rebbe wrote to him, uh, the Rebbe wanted to get, have a French copy, maybe he's made a copy, he wrote him a letter, and the Rebbe wanted it into French. Uh, in either way, the Rebbe says, please uh, tell him, uh, you know, let me know that he did receive uh, my letter, my letter, and is there anything else needed for me here? to uh, get him uh, excited. Uh, I, I, I think that we read earlier that this Mr. Bradugo was a supporter of the yeshiva over there in, uh, in Morocco, over there in that place. And um, Rebbe also says, uh, remind this uh, Rav of Midlas, we also had these letters before, the Rebbe was asking him to send him some svarim, some books that he had, please remind him. Um, so here it's amazing how um, the Rebbe's um, attitude and the Rebbe's uh, caution to uh, we saw before, the Rebbe insisted in the previous letters that they give them their education according to their, like the Sephardi Minhag, according to their teachers so the Rebbe wanted to preserve their tradition, but yet on the Yiddishkeit, the Rebbe didn't want to compromise nothing, and the Rebbe wanted to make sure that it is in uh in the hands that it's done properly. And a lot of times, you know, people have a good cause, and um, like a good cause, a very good cause, but if they don't do it in the proper way, uh, they are actually excluding, you know, a lot of sometimes of the religious people. Like for example, you have a lot of times, let's say they want to make a demonstration or they want to make like a big, let's say you try to get um, all the people to come to Washington to demonstrate, all the Jewish people. I'll give you an example. Because this is an example that happens. 
And okay, so everybody goes there, and then they put up a woman singer, and all the men, the Haredi men, the religious people, can't be there. So it's important that the people that are organizing be sensitive and understand what the needs are of all the people in order to get the common ground, the common denominator, and accommodate everybody. Um, in, 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 in essence, um, if you don't have it in control of the people that care about it, then you're going to be inevitable, there's going to be problems over there because uh, they're going to exclude. If the yeshiva had other people that are um, uh, running it and would be in charge, so the Rebbe was worried that it might do things which are not according to the spirit of Chabad. It's not in the spirit of the way the Rebbe wants it to be. And um, I don't know, uh, especially sometimes, this is a side, a side note, I noticed when I, uh, you know, when like when, when we first came to this community over here and in the shul, they give out candy. You know, I bring my little kids to the shul. It was another shul, another shul in the community. They give out candy, and you know, I had little kids. It was just I was a young man. Can you believe it or not? At one point, and uh, I brought little kids. I brought to shul, but those candies were not chalav yisrael, and they weren't uh, they weren't chalav yisrael, and you know when try to say, you know, uh, that uh, this is not Lashon Hara because it was just a story, just giving a point, just a story, and it's not talking about anybody in particular or anything else, just to say, and when I went over and I said, you know, why don't you buy candies that everybody can eat, or I think it was Chal Yisrael, or maybe it was because it wasn't a good Heksher and everything else, they said, this is good enough for us, and if you don't like it, you know, bring your own candy, I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying... But the, the point where I'm trying to say is that the idea of, of people just say, well, this is good enough for me, and that's it. And then I don't have to do anything. And if you don't like it, though, do your own thing. And that's why it's very important, unfortunately, that you've got to be in control. Because if you're in control, then you make sure that the thing meets the highest standard.